0: The Mind Your Home podcast is now available on video. To watch the video associated with this episode and see any visuals that may be mentioned in the episode, follow the link in the description to the YouTube channel. You're listening to the Mind Your Home podcast. I'm your host, Mia Danielle, and I'm here to tell you that the number one thing you can optimize to give you more energy and happiness is your environment. If you're tired of the chaotic cycle and ready to feel energized at home with more simplicity, more energy, and less clutter, then welcome to the Mind Your Home podcast. Today, I wanna talk about five things that I wish I had gotten rid of sooner. Now, I'm not somebody who likes to live in regret, and honestly, I have a terrible memory, so most of the things that I've owned in the past and I've gotten rid of over the years, I legitimately don't remember, which is probably good information to have. You know, some of the things that you're holding on to might be things that you would totally forget about if you would just let them go. But there are five things that I do wish that I'd let go of sooner. Number one is Teflon pans, and no, this is not me trying to sell you any kind of cookware. I've shared before that I do use Caraway cookware and I do think that they're great, but I know that there are other brands out there as well that are not Teflon. Honestly, I can't believe that Teflon is still legal and still so readily sold with all of the information that we have about it. Now, Teflon of course is a brand name, so I use it kind of loosely as being a PTFE product. And there are many PTFE products that are largely made up of something called PFAS, P-F-A-S. This is a chemical that there have been tons of studies on that are really bad for you, but you might be interested in knowing that you probably have PFAS in your blood right now, as do I very likely, because studies have shown that 99.7% of Americans do. And PFAS have a very long lifetime of like thousands of years and they're not biodegradable. So you will likely die with PFAS in your blood and it will not biodegrade. It will just forever be there. So why do we still have them when there are all of these alternatives that don't put chemicals into your blood that are non-biodegradable. Because it's cheaper. You can buy a pan for maybe $10, whereas the other ones have a much heftier price tag. I always knew that I hated Teflon just because of the practicalities of using it and the fact that after several months of use, it would inevitably start breaking down the little chunks of the Teflon at the bottom of the pan that would get into your food and things would start getting stuck to you. But I didn't realize until the past couple of years how bad that actually was for you. And I think that most people don't, which really sucks. The second thing I wish I'd let go of sooner is my filing cabinet. There was a point in time where I just felt like I needed to have a filing cabinet, especially when I started my own business, because up until that point, I'd always worked outside of my home. So I had an office or a building to go to that had all of the officey things in it, and I didn't have to worry about that. But when I started working from home initially, I thought, well, I mean, I need to have a filing cabinet or it's not a real office. And so when I first started working from home, I went and I got all of the things, the stapler actually. I got a little cute set with a stapler and the post-its and the tape roller, all of the things that you think you need inside of an official office, and one of those things was a filing cabinet. I remember actually investing a lot of time into this because I also bought the little hanging folders that you would put inside of a filing cabinet. And it turns out they were too big. So I went through and manually cut them down and reshaped them to make them fit inside of this smaller filing cabinet. And then I realized I don't actually have a lot of documents or papers. And I don't have a business that's going to bring in many documents and papers. So I started thinking of things outside the box that I could fill these filing cabinets with like my kids artwork, or just, you know, random papers that I didn't even need to hold on to, you know, sometimes you think you need these things in order to make a space official or to make it fulfill some specific purpose. And a lot of times you just don't. And so I don't have a printer or a scanner or a filing cabinet, all of those things actually could be things that I could have gotten rid of much earlier, but particularly the filing cabinet, because I was able to really minimize my documents and my papers. And instead of holding on to extra papers for the sake of filling up this filing cabinet, I actually let go of a lot more papers and documents for the sake of minimizing to a binder. And that's what I've used for years now. And I very rarely come across a paper that I need to add to that binder because there really is so little that we need in the form of physical copies nowadays. Number three is photo prints. I used to be really sentimental with my photo prints. My parents had a big hutch just piled with photos of like me from childhood and just my parents and parents' friends. And I would be the person who would sit there and go through all of them and I got a lot of joy out of it at the time. I still get joy out of my photos. Like that part of me hasn't changed. But honestly, I get more joy out of them now that I don't own physical prints. And when I say I don't own physical Physical prints I only own five physical photo prints and that's only because we have this whole stretch in between the two bedrooms up here and I just happened to have a picture frame that was really horizontal and fit perfectly there and it holds five pictures and I don't miss them at all and in fact I regret not going digital with my photos and not letting go of those physical photos a long time ago there are just big chunks of my life that I have no photos for and it's because I wasn't digitizing anything all of those pictures that I'd collected over the years, the majority of them are gone. In fact, the only ones that I have left are the ones that I digitized. A lot of photos have been lost. A lot of photos have been damaged. I might actually have them now if I had taken the time to digitize those. And so, you know, now we're taking all these digital photos of Chloe and my middle child Gracie has no baby pictures. Even though I took a ton of pictures because I remember some of the setups that I had with the pictures that I took of her. So, you know, I'd love to be able to pull up a baby picture of my girls at the age that Chloe is now to kind of compare and see how much they look alike or how different they look or if they're doing the same things, and I just can't do that, at least with Gracie, because I don't have any of those pictures anymore. They're gone. I don't even enjoy keeping the physical copies anymore. I would never do that again. I would never like keep a hutch or a drawer or a bin or anything just full of pictures. I just wouldn't do it. I would only digitize them. And with the Aura frames, who was our sponsor for today, I'm able to regularly enjoy those pictures more than I could before. I was introduced to these frames a couple of years ago when one was bought for me as a wedding present. And we loved it so much that we bought one for Matt's parents. And now we're sharing photos back and forth on our frames. It has unlimited storage, so you can upload all of your pictures, like as many as you want, which is insane nowadays to have that much free cloud storage. We now have two of them here in our home, and so myself and the girls and Matt, we all have access to it from our phones, and we can all throw up our own pictures, and it's kind of cool because you walk into the living room and you never know when somebody else might have added a photo that you're going to see come across the screen. They're perfect gifts. You can keep everything in the box, use the code that's on the back of the box to upload pictures, to even set it up to Wi-Fi. you can have it totally ready beforehand. So the person you're giving it to, if they're not tech savvy, all they have to do is plug it in and it's good to go. I can't recommend these enough. They're really awesome. Number four is a water pick. Now this is kind of representative, I think, of a lot of things that I've owned or bought before that I didn't really like. I didn't really want to use and I held on to it because I thought that I should be using it or I thought that I would eventually use it. I got a water pick because I thought flossing was a lot of work. I didn't want to do it. And I thought if I get a water pick, then everybody in the house is suddenly going to start flossing more because it'll be so easy that the water is going to do it for you. I found out almost right away by the dentist that even when you use a water pick, you should still be flossing. So it wasn't even intended to fully replace the flossing, which in my mind kind of defeated the purpose. Not only that, but for me, it didn't really work well. And it took up a lot of space and it took up just as much time as it would have for me to floss. Since then, I've started using the floss sticks and those I really like. I just needed to find the system That really worked best for me. But for over a year, I let this thing that was not attractive in my bathroom. It took up space on my counter. It took up one of my plugs, which I only had two of. It was a flop, but I held on to it for way longer than I should have. It had me thinking of all of the things that we had when I was growing up that hardly ever got used, like a face steamer to create steam for your face. And I I don't think I ever remember seeing that thing used, but I knew it was there. Or hot rollers. We hardly ever used hot rollers. Maybe once in a blue moon, we would take that thing out and plug it in. But maybe for you, it's a curling wand or an old beard trimmer. So yeah, what's your water pick? And number five for me is books. I will very rarely hold on to books that I've already read at this point because I've watched myself over the past few decades and I know that I... Never read a book more than once. I just don't do it. And I think probably most people don't. But I did keep a collection of YA books. There was a period of time in my mid 20s where I just got really into everything YA. And they were these just big, thick books. And I loved the stories. And I always thought, you know, I'll go back and I'll read them sometime. Or I had daughters who were really young at the time. Someday they're going to be teens or they're going to be young adults and they're going to want to read these books. Spoiler, they never wanted to read my books. The one who does really. Really love to read. Prefers to read her own newer YA books, so I ended up getting rid of all the books anyway. But not before holding on to them from place to place where I moved. I carried around this big stack of these really thick books that were never to be read again by anybody. And really, it's not just the fact that I had to carry them around, and books are heavy, or that I had to even find a place to store them, which kind of sucked because it was a waste of space. I felt bad every time I looked at those books. I felt like, oh, man, I kept. I want to go back to these stories, but now I have new stories that I. want to read. And so I would feel bad. And I would feel bad that nobody else was getting to read them too. When I finally got rid of them, I don't know who ended up buying them at the donation center if anybody, but maybe somebody did. And maybe they really enjoyed that story. And maybe many more people could have done it by that point had I let go of it sooner instead of feeling like I needed to just hoard it in my closet for no good reason. You know, I don't hold on to things that make me feel bad anymore. You know, things that whenever I look at them, I think, gosh, I wish that I was using them more, or I really should read this again, oh, and then I just feel bad or guilty. Now when I start feeling that way, it's a clue to me that it's time for me to let go of that item. So those are five things that I wish I'd let go of sooner than I did. And if you're looking to let go of some things that you're having a little trouble with, I just opened up a free resource library that I invite you to check out. I'll leave the link for that down in the description. Or you can go to miadanielle.com forward slash free dash resource dash library. And I will chat with you guys next week.